Reclaimers number one begins with a panel of Isaiah Finnegan leaving a large brownstone building into an alley. Isaiah, a black man in his mid-forties, is the challenger in the upcoming Infinity City mayoral election, and as such is dressed in a dark blue tailored suit and flanked by four bodyguards, one each on the front and back and on his left and right sides. One of the guards drops to the ground in pain suddenly as the one behind him connects a taser to his spine. The next panel shows that this guard has a calligraphy-styled C tattooed behind his right ear. A third guard rushes the traitorous one, only to have his legs swept out from underneath him. The double agent, member of the Capolini crime family, takes a gun from the fallen bodyguard and uses it to shoot the fourth in the stomach as Isaiah Finnegan starts to run off, only to be grabbed by a suddenly appearing black armored van. As the shot guard bleeds out on the ground, he speaks into a device on his wrist. All supers in the area of 17th Street, be on the lookout for an armored black van. The, the Capolini family, they've taken Isaiah Finnegan. Again, I repeat, the Capolini family has taken Isaiah Finnegan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, welcome to Infinity City. You can call me Elliot because that's my name. I use he and pronouns and you can find me on Twitter at Podcaster Elliot. I will be your GM for this game and I will introduce you to the players now. Hi, I'm Jordan. I use they, she pronouns and I'll be playing Nico. Hi. I'm J.V. Hampton Van Sant. I will be playing fabulous, lovely Jacqueline Jackie Cuervo Dawes. Oh, and I use they, she pronouns, and Jackie's are she, her. Hello, my name is Nika. I use they, them pronouns, and I will be playing Casey Everett, they, she pronouns. Hi, my name is Arab. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing Orion, who also uses he, him pronouns. As the 
what van speeds through the traffic of downtown Infinity City? It passes by the titular characters of our comic. In Hyde Park, as Orion films the rest of his team. One of the people that we see is, is Jackie, who is trying. Actually, that's just the end of that sentence. That, truly, that's the end of that sentence. Who is trying? But it's not... Quick question. What kind of TikTok is this? Is this a dance? 100% a dance. To? It's always a dance. So fabulous. Always, yeah. Like it, like, like once a month, there's some dance craze that everyone starts doing. And there's all these different little TikTok houses. And Orion always forces you guys to do whatever dance, no matter how complicated it is, because he picks them up right away. But like he just <laughs> forces you all to learn these crazy dances in public. And then he just tags every single one of them with. Super house, because that's what he calls your team. There's definitely a team name, but on TikTok, he calls it the super house. So what you all see is like Orion with big smiles, trying to do the come on, bigger smiles motion as a black van careens behind him. And he's oblivious. Nico has three left feet and is terrified of the idea of dancing. So She's going to be behind the camera with her own phone and just asking Orion to go show the other two of how to do this dance so that way she does not have to take part. Which Orion happily does. He will abandon director duties at a heartbeat and just leap into the line and start dancing. I imagine that's the point where we all actually notice the van. Yeah, if he's looking so. towards camera and she's looking towards him and this black man is just hurtling straight behind them, you Everybody can see that Nico's expression comes from exasperated to that's not good. Together forever, best friends, and then a split, and then just this, just a whole hubcap just pops off and comes flying towards us. What? Oh my God. Whoa, what a shame. We have to stop dancing. Oh God, we have to go do that, which honestly is going to be easier than dancing, I think. What a tragedy. And then they start booking it over. Yeah. All right, take five. Take, wait, where's everyone? Oh, it, it, it takes Orion a full extra step to realize everyone stopped dancing and is now chasing this van. And then he runs after them. Nico Tranzao is a living dragon girl based off of Kaiju. She is Vietnamese, tall enough, like in the higher end of five foot, but definitely not quite six foot yet she's got a couple cuts around right now just getting into small scrapes where you can see scales have started to heal over and she's always going to be in a perpetual scowl a leather jacket and some overly cute type of mascot or logo over her pastel t-shirt the rest of her is just covered in studs spikes or anything else that is, oh, I'm ready to go out for some athletics. She is currently growing, activating some of her ability as a kaiju, and she is now about eight feet tall and having flaming hands and footsteps that are searing part of the park, unfortunately, and just loud stomps as she is trying to just rush towards and attempt to outrun a car. It's not the most successful, but I respect the effort. Is she just, like, barreling through the other cars, or...? Yes. If there is traffic, then she's going to attempt to weave through it. All right. 
And then what about Jackie? Or is she in Raven form? Not yet. She is still in regular, just regular Jackie vibes and running very fast. It does help that we were all just doing something mildly athletic by dancing. Though, the outfit at this current moment in time is more, um, it's less like, it's less goth girl who likes to sit in the library and read, but rather than that, it's a little bit like if you took that, but you made it mildly athletic. So there's a sort of loose fitting black band t-shirt that where the neckline has been enlarged a little bit and the sleeves, like there are sleeves, but also the sleeves were cut off at the same time and just leggings. Black leggings, of course, because, of course. And she is running slightly slower, but trying to keep a general eye on just, like, everything. Like, trying to catch the license plate of the careening black van as it has gone by. And, like, trying to catch, like, bits of information like that noting the street that they're on and the direction that they're heading seemingly that kind of thing like for sure not as fast as as nico she's trying so she is lagging a little bit behind but not so far behind that you know that (laughs) that nico's completely out of sight casey is this kind of Ready looking in a cool way, young white person. They have thick rectangular glasses, dirty blonde hair, some freckles going on. And in general, they are wearing like this really casual clothes. They are at this point probably, it's like sweatpants and uh, t shirt. And not in their hero outfit otherwise, but they are wearing the helmet they have going on. This cybernetic helmet thing, not showing their face. And I guess they are trying to run after Jackie and Nico for a little while. Then realize I'm not going to be able to catch up to them in any way. So Casey is looking at the cars parked next to the park because they are looking for the most most technological looking car they can find because if they can find a car that's mostly a computer they can maybe coax that car to work for them casey sees an arc car which is a fairly new invention by the technology company in infinity city known as architect It is a self-driving car, and Casey would know that if they were to get up to it, they would be able to essentially hack into it or talk to it, whatever their phrasing is. They would be able to take control of it and use it as a vehicle for themselves. I think as they see this car, they do a little fist bump by themselves going nice and then just they 
take a straight beeline to this car and then they are uh, going to go on top of the car and go on their knees on the car roof and then just gently pat the car on the roof and yeah we can see uh really small jolts of lightning coming from their fingers as they're like patting the car roof and they are going like hey little buddy hey how about you and me go for a little ride together how does that sound seemingly in response the car's engine purrs to life and just instantly takes off at near full speed out of its parking space oh god and we see a panel as this car just whizzes in motion blur past nico and jackie so we were up until a few minutes ago filming a tiktok that was in honor of the no Bones Pug Day set to Bone Thugs and Harmony Crossroads. So I was the only one who showed up in a little puppy onesie. So I'm currently like in a little. So imagine a romper that's like all black and white spots, fuzzy with a little tail that's five inch shorts. And then he's got little black and white high tops on. And he's got a baseball hat. That's got little floppy dog ears. And then he's got makeup over one eye. So it looks like a big black spot over one eye. And then he's got a, and then he's got a little collar with his name on it that says Orion. We were all oh supposed God. to wear one. He got you all one. None of you wore one. So as you all take off, Orion's left there in this little puppy outfit. And for a second, he's upset until he realizes what's happening. And then he just forgets what he was doing and gets excited throws his phone in his pocket, grabs his golden lasso that he always has on him, and leaps onto the nearest city bus, since we have a nice bus lane in this proper city, so he can ride that like a bull after the van. Orion is riding your bus. Casey is piloting a self-driving car. Nico is chasing after this car. And Jackie's kind of getting left in the dust. Jackie's not pleased at this development. But you know what? It is just the nature of how these things work. I think she's going to sort of look inward a little bit. Or the way I would describe it is that she's going to have to access a, a wee bit of the raven to do this. And by accessing a bit of the raven, she's going to have to look inward to make a request to grant her the ability to do something basically asking okay i need to be faster and honestly right now i think the thing that would be the fastest is if i could fly i need bird wings i would imagine over a span of like maybe three panels there's one of her just wearing a necklace of some kind she's clutching this necklace that has what looks like a sort of black and purple feather on it and just closing her eyes, and the panel says, Hey, Raven, I, I need to be able to fly. Which then cuts to the next panel, which is a similar image, but it's the 
upper body, like from the necklace up of Jackie, looking at the face of basically her in her raven form. And then after doing that, the third panel is her in her raven form, but it, the raven form is now flipped. She is wearing a sort of a thing that kind of a little bit looks like armor, but it also resembles feathers and they're made of black and purple because ravens. She has on a wing circlet that kind of a little bit looks like the one from She-Ra. And on the lower half, she's wearing a skirt, uh, a long one with two leg slits. And it, there's a sort of armored plating feathery vibe to the whole look. He looks also slightly taller, too. And as these big black raven wings unfurl from her back, and she goes lifting off into the sky, let's go over to Nico. Okay, if it seems like they're going about head-to-head, -head, in her head now it's a race against this smart car. So she's trying to grow a little bit taller, her legs and arms and neck just go a little bit longer, and she is just trying to go down on all fours and just rush after this vehicle now, seeing if she can outrun a smart car. I think at this point, since the car started just speeding, Casey is just trying to hold on to the car, because they didn't quite think this through as they just got on the roof of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Nico, as you are chasing after this van on all four limbs, there is a person that leans out of the passenger side window. They do have a gun in their hands, like a big, like assault rifle style gun that they are pointing in your direction. Nico is just going to shout back to the rest of the crew. Guys, they're getting away. Also guns. As there's like just spitting fire, she's like leaking her at both sides of the face. And with that, um, seeing that there's one person taking out a gun, going to see if she can go to the other side of the vehicle and hope there isn't a gunner on that side. <laughs> All right. So Casey is on that other side of Nico. And Nico is going to be shouting over to the car and just with directions. Okay, uh, a little room. There's a gunner over there. And then realizing, looking over, it just Nico's also taking one clawed arm to also motion to take the window down, <laughs> to roll the window down, just as she's just continuing to shout over. I am on the roof of the car, but I can still open the windows. <laughs> Casey's emitting more small lightning bolts from their hands and trying to open the car windows. There's a bit of a crash as part of the bare feet that have kind of like, because the rest of her shoes just get torn up. It's really unfortunate. And there's just like these cracks around the side of the car as she's a pretty large being right now. And she's taking that shotgun seat to see if she can just take it easier now and fire little fireballs off towards the vehicle ahead. I, I think that there are some fireballs that go forward, but because of the momentum and the rush of wind, they're not really getting anywhere. So if being able to shoot sideways a little bit, or if there's a little support from the acceleration, that could be real handy. So as Nico is throwing these fireballs forward, Casey notices 
that they're landing, like, even with all the force Nico's putting behind him, they're landing, like, just behind the van that they're chasing. Casey's trying to better their position on the car roof. It's still not the best way to drive a car, let's be honest. It would be better to be inside and behind the wheel, but I think Nico's taking up all the inside space of the car right now, so that's not an option. So I think Casey is kind of awkwardly sitting there or being on their knees, so they are like getting low, laying on the roof of the car and just. They're almost like trying to steer the car with their hands that they are like positioning their hands into as the windows are open. You you can position your hands around the roof of the car, like putting your hands inside the window holes and kind of, of course, Casey's physical power isn't enough to steer the car, but it, it makes most sense to her. The way Casey's hacking skills usually work is that she's just doing what makes most sense to her and trying to communicate that to the machines. One of Nico's fireballs hits the back passenger side tire of this car and it pops. The mm-hmm. car is still driving forward, but it's much more erratic and not able to go as fast. However, several of the bullets do collide into sort of your, like, upper shoulder area. As several of these bullets collide into the scales of Nico's shoulder. Let's jump over to Orion as you are surfing on the top of this bus. So we're in a go- I would imagine that we have express bus lines. So while there's traffic, these buses are like zipping up, and I would imagine that I'm getting closer to the van. Especially with the back tire shot out, Orion is able to get the bus pulls right up next to this van. Excellent. It's not like the driver's not doing it on purpose, but comic book logic. Orion's going to run up the bus, leap off the front, and land on the van. Right now, he's just being like looking to land on the roof. He'll work on the rest after that. He lands on the roof of this van as it is starting between that impact and losing a tire. It's starting to not really spin out, but it's fishtailing a little bit. I guess he's going to lay down a flat and then grab the edge where the driver's side door is and then just peek down, just shove his head down and be like, tap, hey, tap, hi, this is really dangerous. Orion sees inside of this car, the driver is a bald man with a fairly prominent hook nose who rolls the window down as Orion's peeking inside of it and just says, fuck off, kid, get out of here. And he's like sticking his hand out the window, like one hand holding the steering wheel, the other trying to just push Orion off of his car. Right, right, right. Okay, so Orion just frowns because this guy's mean and Orion does not like mean people. Once the hand goes in his face, immediately he realizes that this is a problem. So his very next thought is this is dangerous to everyone around. So he's like 
wrestling with the guy with his arm like half in the window and holding that guy's arm but he's looking forward down the road to see where the car is going because now he's just worried about it hitting someone so he'll occupy this guy but he's not going to try and overpower him or take over control of the car until he's sure that it'd be safe to do i'm just gonna reach in turn off the car (laughs) and take the keys as Orion is wrestling with this man and reaches in to pull the keys out of this van, the keys do, in fact, get pulled out fairly easily because Orion is just, he is muscle. <laughs> I think this freaks the man out to such a point, though, that he, like, jerks the steering wheel off to the other side and by convenient comic book logic, there is a truck with its bed like lowered down to the ground. Okay. This Perfect. van rides up that like a ramp and onto a rooftop. And then let's cut over to Jackie. What's going on with Jackie now? Okay, so what she's doing is she's going to telekinetically, of course, rip off the doors on the back of this van and then just gliding on inside really so mild dive and then ripping those two doors off to basically be able to see what's going on inside as jackie closes the distance between herself and this van the doors do come flying off fairly easily and just get left on the ground behind and inside of this van There are several of these, like, suit-wearing members of the Capolini family. I'm not sure. Jackie probably wouldn't recognize them just as members of this crime family. But Mm -hmm. they do have somebody that Jackie would recognize in Isaiah Finnegan, who is bound at the wrists on the ground of this van. And also inside is somebody else that she would likely recognize. A longtime enemy of her father's. This is a villain known as the Beastmaster. He is like a very tall, very muscular, like early 40s white man. He's got like a high crew cut haircut and like a big late 80s looking mustache he's wearing like various animal furs and such has a whip at his side and also inside of this van is a lion that he uses as sort of his sidekick for nefarious villain things upon seeing this the first and immediate thing because this van is still moving Utilizing the laws of physics here. If you stop somebody from moving while a thing is still moving, they will be removed from that location. So as the windows fly off and we see the inside of the van, we see Jackie hold her hand out and purple energy seems to wrap around Isaiah as he is held in place. And the next panel just shows him, like, now hovering slightly outside of the the van, which 
has like little speed lines on it. So it seems like it's still moving forward. And then after that, because Jackie is still in dive bomb mode, like diving directly towards this moving vehicle, we see Jackie enter the vehicle. Maybe because she was looking at where she was trying to place Isaiah. So as Jackie lands in the van and the mayor is lowered down to the rooftop behind them, before Jackie gets a chance to really do anything, she is collided into by the pouncing force of this lion. And Uh. the two of them go tumbling out of the back of the van, colliding hard into the rooftop. And then as the raven is pounced out of this car, the Beastmaster climbs out of the opened back doors on top of the roof of this speeding van, looks at Orion and he says, Oi, kid, he said to fuck off. I I think Nico's also going to immediately scream over to, Casey, we gotta get up there. (laughs) And just like pointing over Okay, how do you want to get on the roof? Whatever floats your boat. Oh, okay. Amelia going to start looking around for things that can work as a potential ramp. <laughs> as Nico sticks her head out the window to attempt to find a ramp, Nico sees that above them, from on top of the building, hanging over the side, is one mayoral candidate, Isaiah Finnegan. He's not just about to fall, but he's, like, very close to doing Casey would very much like to help poor Mr. Finnegan, but I'm not quite sure how, because this car, uh, even if it's, like, a really technological car, I don't think it comes with wings. Yeah, so Nico just point over, like, Swerve, uh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Finnegan? I need to catch Mr. Finnegan. (laughs) And she seems like she's getting... The rest of her body is reverting back to her usual 5'7 self, but her arm stays equally big and actually seems to be the only enlarged part of her as she's just focusing everything onto seeing if she could just catch this guy. She grabs him out of the air and just pulls him into the car and puts him into the back seat. And she'll just look over like, Okay. Mr. Finnegan, hi there. My name's Nico Hatchling. Are you okay? You're the 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 Obliterexus kid, right? Yeah. And she has like a, a big old smile right now as she's trying to just pay attention back to conversing with him. As you say that, he like leans over and grabs at the handle of the car, trying to open the door and just being like, crap, they sent more after me. And he is, like, jimmying the handle of this car door, trying to get it open. I think Casey's going, Sorry, Mr. Finnegan, but if you are trying to leave the car at this speed, you're going to die, and we don't want that. And I realize this sounds like a kidnapping, but I I assure you, we are trying to save you. Nico looks over with these fanged teeth. Yeah, don't worry about it, we're heroes. And there's, like, fire leaking out of her mouth, dripping onto the floor. So as this fire drips out of Nico's mouth, Isaiah Finnegan, on the panel, he visibly relaxes. And he just says, you're 
Okay, you're not with them, he says, pointing up. And I want to then cut to Orion face-to-face with the Beastmaster. Oh, yeah. On top of a speeding van that is going across uh, conveniently placed ramps and walkways on the rooftops of Infinity City. They're just progressively slightly smaller buildings. So it's it's fine. It's not a problem. So as soon as Orion sees that he's got a dance partner and that no one's in immediate danger, he would forget about trying to drive the car or maneuver the car or anything about the van. And he would happily jump along top, grab the top of it, swing in through the back of the van and knock Beastmaster back into the van so he can tussle with him in the back. So as I tackle him back in, I'm basically trying to wrap up his arms. And I'm already like, I, I always think I have a good line, but I never do have a good line. And I'm like, you've growled your last beast, Beastmaster, as I'm like confidently tying him up. As Orion and the Beastmaster end up back inside of this van, Orion's wrapping his arms up, but the Beastmaster, he's big, he's strong, and even with Orion's, like, we've established that he's just, he is muscle, he does slam you into the side of the van, Yeah, like the two of you essentially wrestling each other, and this van is once again, like, skidding out on the wheel that Nico had blasted out. And it is about to go over the side of the building that it's on. Jackie has a lion on top of her. Okay. Is this scary? Yeah. This is terrifying. She is panicking. It's not going great. But, like, there's a lovely sort of poetic moment in thinking... Huh. This'll be one day where the bird doesn't get eaten by the cat. Cat's not gonna get the bird today. And as she thinks this, she's going to just hit this thing with all of the energy that she possibly can to throw it off of her to get it airborne. And indeed, to probably, should I succeed at this, throw it off the building and see if cats really do land on their feet. Presumably, she's got like these kind of, again, I described all of this as looking like it's like scale armor, but the way that the scales are like shaped, they do resemble feathers. So they're just a little bit longer and seem a little bit wispy on the ends, but it's sturdy armor. So she's got her arms, like, trying to block her head because presumably this creature is going for the head. And she's got, like, her arms just sort of up there, just trying to shield her face, like, from this thing, from this this giant beast. (laughs) And... I think from there, from those, like, almost feathered bracers, she's going to try to send the 
almost send the energy out through that. We see this dark energy that we've seen before surge out of her arms and just blast this line. The line goes flying further than Jackie even tried to send it. And we cut inside of Jackie's mind. As we see Jackie in her Jackie form, standing in a dark, empty panel. And behind her, we see two large snake eyes light up. And Jackie just hears inside of her head, You're welcome for that one. Uh-huh. Though I'm sure you can find a way to repay me in the future. Oh, no. And then a lion lands on the windshield of the car that Casey's driving. Oh, God. <laughs> and then Techno Jack, you are thrown off of the roof of this car. Yeah. Techno Jack hits the street hard. We see a couple of cars like swerve and honk as they collide to the street in front of them so that they don't run this poor teenager over. Thanks. The car that Techno Jack had been driving hits a curb and goes up on it and stops pretty quickly with Nico and Isaiah Finnegan inside. I guess her immediate reaction is just, Cat, ah, Cat, is it okay? And just like she'll hop out of the shotgun window and just check to see if the lion's okay. As Nico is checking on this lion, it isn't injured, but it's hurt, if that makes sense. And it seems afraid. But it's aggressive in its fear. So Nico knows if she were to scare it off, it would leave and therefore most likely be safe. She is going to go full size where she's not even really recognized as humanoid anymore as for a lot of Asian dragons, they end up being more long or salamander. And that is the form she takes as she's about... 16 feet instead of tall she's 16 feet long now and on all fours and this large asian style dragon just towers over on hind legs and like a hunched over almost like that little geico lizard just like hunching over looking over this cat and just having a small snarling hoping that this thing could just shoo off the cat does in fact turn and run from this giant dragon and as it runs past Technojack lying on the ground, Technojack sees that Isaiah Finnegan has gotten out of the other side of the car and is running away from just all of this. Back up on top of the roof, there is a van hanging over the edge with the Beastmaster and Orion inside of it as the two of them tussle. I would say that, well, He's still pretty engaged with the Beastmaster, I would say, at this point. So Orion, if this guy's much bigger than Orion is, and Orion's only five foot seven, pretty built, but tidy, 
I would say that he's got his arms and legs fully wrapped around one of the Beastmaster's arms. So he's just like wrestling mounted on him, using his entire weight to bring the Beastmaster to the floor of the van. And he's just trying to basically use his speed and his athletic prowess to get this guy pinned and use his own weight against him. So then since the, I spent the last round wrapping this guy's arm up, I'm, I'm going to tie the other end of my lasso to me so that when I leap out of the back of the van, I'm going to drag him with me to make sure he's safe too. And hopefully we'll both just crash and roll on the roof as the van goes over the edge. As Ryan jumps out of the back of this van and like rolls along the roof, the Beastmaster goes a little bit further and dangles over the edge by the rope on Orion. He does pull out like a small knife that's attached to his belt and start to saw through it. Hey. Start to saw through the rope to disentangle himself from you. The rope is like kind of like Dr. Strange's robe. It has a little bit of its own attitude. So once it started to cut through it, it would be like, just, just like, fuck you. <laughs> just let him go on its own. We see the Beastmaster fall a couple of floors down to the alleyway below him. He grabs one of the people out of the van and like the two of them run off together. There is still the driver of the van that Orion can see is like slumped over the steering wheel unconshious. So I shall fly down. I'm presuming he's not going to be moving for a minute. As Jackie flies down to him, his face is bruised up. He's not bleeding or anything, but he's definitely got like probably some head trauma going on. Is he going to punch through the glass and grab this person by the collar of their shirt and seeing that this person is lolling to the side a bit and unconscious, he's going to like flick the dude's nose. And presuming that doesn't work, going to slap him to just see what'll bring this man to consciousness. One of these two things. Orion would have seen the Beastmaster fall to the ground. Then he would like drop to the ground and he would uh, run over to a hot dog cart or something and get like a bottle of water and like maybe a bag of chips and then just run over. And it'd be like, hey, hang on. He's probably really tired after all that. Let's just sit him down for a sec and give him some chips of water. And then we can ask him, like, why he did all those bad things. Maybe it wasn't bad. Maybe he, mm -hmm. maybe the Beastmaster made him. Maybe he took his dog. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you have a dog, dear, mister? Dear, my dear friend, you are probably right. If I was the Beastmaster I think and I someone... control over all beasts and people have dogs and they really love dogs, I'd walk up to them and be like, hey, I've got your dogs and now you got to do things for me. I think someone might have sent him or yeah. at least we might be able to ask him why, but there seems to be a crew here yeah. and judging by this dude's appearance... I don't think he's the ringleader necessarily. 
hang on. And I would like very gently wrap up the guy's arms with my lasso. Hey, listen, we can help you find your dog. We are very invested in helping you find your dog. And he knows I'm telling him the truth because my lasso's around. As this guy's eyes flutter open, he looks at Orion and just says, Hey, the fuck are you talking about? Well, look, it's okay. It's okay. If someone took my dog, I'd be really upset too. But we're here now Uh, and we're going to help you find your dog, man. What's your name? He looks at you and just says, uh, Name is Scott. What? Dog? What are you? What? Look. We know the Beastmaster's a bad guy, and clearly he made you do something. So maybe he took your dog. Maybe you're a cat guy. I don't know. But it's okay now, because we're here, and we're going to help you. So just tell us what happened. Hold on there a second. Yeah, it's okay. We're here. We're the good guys. Better question. Who sent you to ostensibly kidnap that? Oh, God, where is he? We cut over to Techno Jack, seeing Isaiah Finnegan pull himself out of this car and start running away. Techno Jack's going to get up and run to the sidewalk because uh, they're still on the fucking driveway. And as they're running, they're going like, Keep yourself safe, Mr. Finnegan. Watch out for those lions. Techno Jack's just going to let him run. Like... We were just going to save him. I don't, um, Technojack sees no reason to restrain him. He's a grown man. He can take care of himself. Nico is like slithering over by Casey and just checking. I was like, okay, good news. The, the, the cat's safe. How are you doing? Pretty okay. Did you see that there was a cat? Yes, I did see okay. it. <laughs> but, yes, I think it was a lion. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. Is everybody else good? Oh, we need to get moving. Where is everybody? I heard a crashing noise. Let's head there. Yes. Oh, doing good cop, bad cop. Okay. Yeah, that's the plan. (laughs) Says in front of criminal. I like some of the things you like. Now do bad cop. Tell you what, let's make a deal. You let me walk. I'll tell you who sent me. This is so hmm. easy. Man, good cop, bad cop is easy. Sure. That sounds fine. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a balloon. You are too sweet. It's good cop. Now you got to hit him or something, but don't hit him. Oh, I've got this. Don't worry. Okay. As the raven lets go of him, he takes a tentative step back and says, The boss, Capolini, sent me to take Finnegan down, said, Oh, hell, you've seen his ads. He wants to clean the city up and all that shit. Not exactly in line with the little racket bosses got going on around here. Uh, that's who it was, then. Huh. All right. Well, I guess you can go, then. Yeah, Orion... It looks confused for a sec, and then he's oh, okay, and then he just unties the guy, and he's like, thank you! <laughs> and waves. Unless somebody stops uh, him, Scott's gonna just turn and start <laughs> running. 
okay, so after he gets a couple steps away, I'm gonna use telekinesis on him to stop him in his tracks and oh. then pull him back towards us. Oh, wow, that's super bad cop. That's like dick cop. We did technically let him walk. He did walk from there to there, and now he's back. Oh. Also, we please get... call the cops. Please call the cops. My God, please call the cops. And I think that's when Hatchling and Technojack arrive on the scene to see the raven pulling this guy back via telekinesis. Oh, good, you got one. <laughs> so what's up with this guy? Turns out Don Capolini sent these guys to kidnap the mayoral candidate. Is he just okay, by the way? Oh, yeah, he's they like, were, yeah. Uh, they safe. were putting a pole in the field, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Election <laughs> fraud. Okay, I don't think oh. it means what you think it means. Oh, thank God. I didn't think so either until right now. Okay. Oh, Sir, you... mister, what's your game plan? <laughs> As she's just looking over at Scott. I'm going to signal over to our dear old wonder boy, and I want him to grab the back of his collar so he can't run further. All right. Yeah. I will Orion. nod, and I will, like, grab both his arms and hold the man's back, but not too hard, like... I want, like, I'm a little mm -hmm. a gentle. I don't want to hurt the guy. He's had a rough day. Mm -hmm. He had his dog stolen. That's rough. <laughs> can we? It is can... rough. Rough. Can... Oh, God. Can somebody <laughs> call the cops, please? 